Brian with a Y speak into it. How do you? Hello, hello. Can you hear oh, me? Oh, much, much, much better. Much yeah. better. This is going to be a special episode uh, in between seasons. So this will be like a very special episode. Very, very special. That's right. As special as it gets. <laughs> Well, guys, I'm really looking forward to this, so let's get started. Welcome to another Pixel Digest, and uh, we're happy to be here. My name is Henry Lucy Lee, the National Director of Arts Ministry with University Christian Fellowship. Today, my guests are Brian Chung and Brian Chungs. Yes, you heard me right. Brian with the I and the Brian with a Y. So that's how we're going to distinguish both of them. So uh, both Brian's uh, have recently wrapped up a successful Kickstarter project called Alabaster, the Bible Beautiful Project. Brian's, welcome to the Pixel Digest. How are you guys doing? Good. Thank you for having us. Doing good. Really excited. Good, good. Uh, here's how the project is described on the Kickstarter page. <clears throat> Visual imagery and thoughtful design integrated within the text of the four gospel for a beautiful reading and experience. And there are seven and 701 backers uh, pledged over 600 $62,755. Congratulations, guys. Thank you. Thank Thank you. <laughs> what was your target? What was your target <coughs> of the money coming in? What was your target? Uh, well, our initial goal was um, $35,000, and that would have sort of when you go to print at these um, book manufacturers, you have to – the minimum order for uh -huh. – printing this quantity of books is 500. So that was sort of our base, um, base hope. And that was our base. Like if we're going to place this order, this is the minimum we have to hit. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was the goal we set out. Um, obviously we're super, super grateful and thankful and excited that uh, more people were interested in the project. And so, yeah, we're excited for what's next for Alabaster. Oh, that's great. Well, I just wanted to know, <laughs> Seven and the the one is my wife. Okay, <laughs> very good. Yeah, she. Uh, I was ready to buy them, and she says, "Oh, wait, wait, wait! I already pledged, and we're getting a set." So, I am totally, totally looking okay. forward to when they arrive to my home. So, thank you guys. Yeah. All right. So, how did the idea of making a Bible came about, guys? Sure. So, um, so I just graduated from USC, uh, California. Um, and when I was in college, I was part of a Christian ministry university. Um, and I studied art as well in college. And so for me, right there was, I was, uh, doing the college ministry stuff, leading Bible studies, um, right. Going to, going to all sorts of ministry events. And then also, the same day I would be, you know, working late at night on my art projects and the life of the art student. Um, 
but those things never really came together i would say like they always felt sort of separate or always felt um yeah they never felt integrated and so i think when we i knew that after college i wanted to do something that integrated those two things more tangibly um and alabaster that sort of felt like a way to start that i guess mm, mm. And Brian with the why, how 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 you got involved with this? Yeah, so um, I remember, so I came to the faith through the ministry of university, mm. and um, I remember getting my first Bible, and I was really really excited. But when I opened it, um, probably was a little timid. I didn't know what to start, what to do, um, and so uh, I graduated with a degree in. Um, uh, com- uh, graphic design and so um for me as someone that wasn't a christian and came to faith i think part of me wondered like oh could this bible look differently could it look better um i remember brian and i were having a conversation late at night talking about art and faith together and brian was really passionate about like starting some sort of magazine or like thinking about the two together and i thought like hey i've been thinking about doing a sort of like beautiful Bible. What do you think about starting that? Mm. Um, Brian got really excited. He started running around the house. Talk, he lived in like the university house. He started running around the house, telling a bunch of his friends. And I, I think they liked it. And so we like started thinking more about it. And so that's sort of like the birth of Alabaster. Okay. Okay. Um, so who were you inge- imagining your primary audience for this Bible? Um, definitely, like, I guess our generation, like a millennial generation. So I think what you see is, like, my generation is becoming incredibly, incredibly visual, right? Like, my, our culture is just um, super visual, right? We're always on social media. We're always... Uh, watching videos more than reading books. We look at images, you know, whether that be Instagram or Facebook. Um, and so I think our audience is geared towards that, right? We're, we're hoping to um, sort of enter into that space where we acknowledge and, and yeah, don't necessarily think it's a bad thing that um, our culture values sort of um, this, this new, or this new appreciation for like visual things. Um, and so, I guess, yeah, I guess we hope that our audience um, is that type of person who, who sees the value of, of um, a visual space and is sort of interested in how those things integrate with faith. Hmm. Hmm. I think what's been really cool is that um, we've had a couple of, like, non-Christian um, uh, press like pick us up so the huffington post it, like it was a religious like section but the person that was writing it i don't think they would consider themselves christian or, or or was more involved in interfaith sort of dialogue um and then we were also on um trojan vision which is sort of the, the usc like tv show and engaging about that and so um i think what's been really cool is that like this project has been also um, something that has started dialogue with people who don't come from like a Christian background. And so um, I think that's been really awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So what effect on people are you hoping for as you send out this project? It's a good question. Brian, you want to start this one off? Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking, but I am going to answer it. Um, dare I say, I guess, part of me feels like it's about the art first. So like something about art is like really powerful. Um, I think, right, with art, you can't really say that art is like necessarily good or bad but it's it's like it's either honest or not honest mm -hmm. um, and so i think um when you tie that with like the goodness and truth of, Bi of the bible it can be really powerful mm -hmm. um, i think we're hoping that again like with our art with our images sort of our whole ethos or whole idea behind the images is that like they're not um literal images so you're not going to find someone in a robe uh, walking around in the desert. Um, but it's more about like images that are evoking like some sort of tension or feeling or dialogue. Uh, I think that's what we're going for and hoping for. Um, and I, I don't know, I think that just creates just a more rich and honest like experience of even our faith, right? Like our faith isn't linear. It isn't, isn't like a straight path. And so I think similarly as we were making these images and again, to answer your question, like what hope, what are we hoping it affects, how it affects people? Like we hope that it, um, yeah, allows people to think more critically about their experience of God mm -hmm. um, in a way that isn't just like, I don't know, linear or flowery roses, but it like it, it encompasses sort of like the whole experience of as we walk with God, what that looks like. Yeah, so when I look at a beautiful piece of artwork or painting, I think there's just something about that that I just get fixated on it, and I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I want to, like, stare at it more, think about it more. There's just something that happens in my mind that, like, dwells on it. And um, I think there's something beautiful about, like, mixing that with the scriptures and, like, what, what it would look like for us to sort of dwell in the scriptures but also dwell on this beautiful piece of artwork together. Um, What's been really cool is as we've been like studying the passages and thinking about art, there, I don't know, there's just this, this weird sort of like beautiful feeling that, <laughs> that we get. Um, and I don't know, I, I would say that like, uh, I think we've been realizing just how impactful like integrating art and beauty um, in um, how impactful like mixing the the two in are when like learning more about God um, that I never thought that I would experience unless I was like sort of putting this project together. Um, so that's been really cool. And I think I'm, our hope is that like whoever's reading would, would sort of experience the same sort of thought um, as well as, I don't know if like they would also dwell in it more than they would normally dwell in it. Yeah. Yeah. Can you just maybe describe a little bit about these images that comes with the Bible? Um, I had a small glimpse uh, from your website uh, and a Kickstarter website, but maybe you could talk a little bit about that. About that, what is what's the style? Uh, what does it mean for you guys? Yeah, um, 
yeah. that I'm thinking. Because it feel when I make the images, it, it feels so intuitive. So I have to like really think about <laughs> what's going on. Um, There's an artist for you right there, guys. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yes, very intuitive. Um, I think what I've noticed about the images that we're making is that it's pretty clear that there's like a singular focus to the image. Mm -hmm. So like, um, obviously we have a diversity of images, like we have landscapes, we have objects, we have people, but I think what ties those things together is that um, there's usually like a singular focus to the image, like you know where to focus your eye. Mm. Um, and I think that, that is just, that's just key to like what we're going for. I think, I think it's about, again, it's about, I don't know, like that, like the tension of whatever that image is evoking in that moment mm -hmm. uh, and how that interacts with the scriptures. Hmm. Um, yeah. I guess I would say that too. Like our images are not, it's like a lot of it is like in the, in the moment of something. So like I'm trying to think of an example. So for the, uh, the parable of the rich man, so for one of the, I think for Mark, we have, um, yeah, for the parable of the rich man, or not the parable of the rich man, the story of the rich man, <laughs> um, uh, we have uh, a piece of uh, a wine or a glass that is overturned uh, mm -hmm with some golden flakes in it, but the golden flakes have, haven't left the glass. Um, and it's about that tension, right? Like the gold flakes haven't left the glass. It's still sitting in the glass, but it's turned upside down. Mm -hmm. um, I hope people can understand what I'm trying to say. Um, I'm, I'm catching the image. I'm catching yes. the image, Brian. And it's about that tension, right? So I think a lot of the images are about that tension. Huh. Huh. And that, um, yeah, that that ability to like, and then your ability to wrestle with that and mm. and be okay with like the unresolvedness, I think, mm. is super important and crucial to like what we're going for as mm. well. Mm. Mm. You know, as I listen to you, it's it's it, there's a double image is here. The word itself is describing the image and the the image that you're produced and you're sharing with us also, and not and somehow they kind of come together and you're provoking certain response from from the yeah. audience uh yeah that, that that's that's cool i can't wait i can't wait to see it yeah i think that there's part of it where it's um i think there's one direction where we could have just made like a, a pretty hipster bible <laughs> um and and we, we we like had dialogue about that thought about like oh we could you know have like nice coffee like next to it or you know have images that have have that sort of stuff um but um i think the key word is like th thoughtful like we really wanted everything to be thoughtful in our not just like the layout or like the type of paper that we have but even the the, the images and so i mean the what and what images we decide to to focus on and so um like we we do like a sort of overall study of the scripture we use some of like what we've learned in university of good inductive study um, but also thinking about like what are some big themes that we want people to, to see that they might not normally see or like the average reader might not normally get and so for example in the book of john um like there are seven um 
you know, there's a lot, there's a repetition of seven. There's, there's seven miracles, there's seven I am's, there's mm-hmm. seven descriptions of Jesus. And so um, we thought, was it, what would it look like to use imagery to sort of convey those themes in a way that when you normally read the scripture, you might not, not, not normally see that. Um, and so um, we're also very thoughtful of like the, where we're putting images and what, what images we're using. Mm, good, good, good. So, so as you think about uh, as this process of developing this Bible, if you could describe to us some of your feelings and thoughts, ups and downs, as you were developing this Bible. Feelings and thoughts. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go artist again. <laughs> again, super, like, okay, I think what's interesting is that in most of our Christian culture, like, we experience God through words, right? So, I don't know. When I think about, like, the three things I mostly do as a Christian, it's I read my Bible, which is words. I listen to sermons, which is words. And then I and then I listen to worship, which is mm. mostly words. Hmm. Uh, worship music, words. Um, and so I think feelings. It's like, well, I'm feeling something else that isn't words that I'm when I'm making these images, and I feel mm-hmm. like it's just raw in a different way that I can't <laughs> I can't really explain. Mm-hmm. But it's it's about the feelings that are evoked, like through imagery, mm-hmm. visual imagery. So I don't know. I just think that's a very, it's been fun. Like that's been a fun experience to sort of experience God in that way. Um, Right. Like, I don't know. It's experiencing God, like almost in silence, but like in it, but not silence because you're still experiencing him in this like visual way. (laughs) Brian's laughing at me. I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if that answers your question. Something like that, I think, is what's been going on for me, at least, um, as, I, as we've been sort of making this. No, no, Brian, with a Y, uh, this, this sounds real personal uh, because yeah. you're describing a, not just a project here, you're talking a passionate, deep involvement of this project that's very personal to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I would say... Yeah, and that's been a that's been a journey for me. Like, yeah, like so much of my experience of God is visual, and I know not everyone's experience of God is that. And so, it's it's been humbling to try to, I don't know, enter into that space and be honest and be okay with that, um, mm-hmm. even if it feels a little different or feels a little, I don't know, non traditional. Like, mm-hmm. I think it, there's still aspects of the kingdom of God, like in this visual space. So. Yeah. How about you, Brian, with the eye? What, what's, what am I, what's the feeling that I get as we go through the process of the question? Yeah, yeah. As you would develop in this project, what were some of your thoughts and strong thoughts and strong feelings and reactions yeah. to this project? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think there was this moment where we had, like, it, we took all the pages of Mark, we put it on like a huge wall and um, we just started looking at the scriptures and just sort of a macro way of thinking about images. And there was this, this moment where like, I think Brian and I just, just became quiet and like silent 
and like there's just sort of this I don't know like worship experience that sort of happened that I never ex- felt before experienced before as we thought about like what how can we capture this through through beautiful art um so that's been really really cool um obviously you can tell who's like the more artsy one <laughs> in this like the bride with the wine um i have like a more business background so i think about that too um but uh i think more and more like some thoughts that i'm having is like that that this matters that the thinking about art and beauty and faith matter um that uh yeah similar to what brian was saying that it's more than just you can experience God in more than just words. Um, that there, there's, there, there's an importance in thinking about beauty as we interact with faith. So, hmm. 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 you know, you, you guys are swimming into a new territory that churches very, um, the evangelical church embraced the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it is in. There's no question about it. Yeah, uh, but visually. Uh, word and, and vision, uh, visual arts often has not quite arrived yet in a certain pocket of uh, evangelical. Yeah. So you guys are venturing into a new territory. That's great. That's yeah. great. Um, well, let me switch a little bit. And what have you learned about arts and the online community through this process? Sure. I'll go first. Hmm. Well, one thing I learned is that, that there is a art and faith community, but it's, it's still very small and it's still birthing. Like as when we thought about like, well, who could we reach out to? There, there are sort of these smaller pockets, but um, it feels like this is something that's similar to what you're saying. That's sort of starting to emerge, Henry. Um, um, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and where there is resonance, there's strong resonance and support. Um, we've seen like just a lot, like, you know, we're on Facebook, we search what people are posting, <laughs> like we're seeing what people are posting at, um, we feel like there's a, like a large resonance with this, um, especially uh, with some of the more uh, millennial population that this is something that, um, it's been really speaking to them or something that they're like, Oh, like I've been, some people, some people are like, I've been thinking about this. Like mm-hmm. I have I had this idea, but, I guess you exited it, like executed it first. And so I think there, like, there's something about it that like is important where like, not just us, but other people have been thinking about it. Um, there's a resonance with like how, how we engage with faith and art and beauty together, that there's these communities that are starting to form and are supportive of it. Um, and so this has been really, really cool for me because um, I think uh, there like we've been thinking about it, we've been talking about it, but um, to, to see more nationally what, what's happening has been really, really cool. Um, yeah, those are some, some things mm. we've been learning. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and then I guess I'll talk about the online community. Um, they're super supportive, I mm. think. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, no. It really is about creating a like quality content. Like mm. I think people, I think they like said that in school. Oh, it's more about the content. Don't worry about, you know, don't worry about the, 
where they'll come, like what, where the online community is, like it's about your content first. It's about your story first. And I think that's just been super true. Like, I don't, you know, there's a lot of, most people who back their Kickstarter, I have no idea who they are. Um, My wife is one of them. Yes. Yes, your wife is one of them. Um, (laughs) But yeah, but people resonate with the story. And I think that's what connects us um, together. Um, Even Mm -hmm. if I've never met them in person, like that's what connects us. And so um, I think that's been super cool to see um, that there is, even in the midst of an online community, there is this um, still desire for like honesty and authentic storytelling Mm -hmm. in what you're creating and that that still matters Mm -hmm. regardless of like the platform that you're using. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Good, good. Well, let me ask you a little bit about Kickstarter uh, as a platform. Uh, How has it worked for this medium to communicate your arts through this platform? Yeah, I'll I'll say something. Um, (laughs) I think it's a really, really great platform because um, not not only does like we can shoot it out to our friends, but there's sort of a like a cool Kickstarter community that, that loves technology, that loves design. And so mm-hmm. um, I think about 18% of people who backed our project came from like people who are like browsing the Kickstarter website. Um, and that's so pretty that's, high, really that's cool. pretty high. That's a pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, that that actually surprised us too because for me when I think about Kickstarter, I think of a lot of tech stuff, um, in particular, like a lot of like, I guess watches, like not non-Christian things. And so to see like, gadget. <laughs> yeah, gadget sort of stuff. And so um, that's just been really cool and encouraging. Um, on the first day, we got like the awarded like the Purple Heart, which is like um, projects that Kickstarter loves. And so for us, that was really encouraging and also surprising to see like Kickstarter also wanting to back this project. Hmm. Um, so I agree with Brian. There's something about like producing like good content or like a quality product that I think just appeal to people. And so, um, yeah, that's a little bit about Kickstarter and the project. Mm. Mm. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> now let me back a little bit. Uh, did you look at other places uh, and how did you end up choosing Kickstarter and how did you, how did you get into, I mean, I mean, I guess it's pretty easy. You could get on, but what, what was the process getting up on there and discovering they're pretty cool? Yeah, so the, there are two, like, big ones. There's Kickstarter and Indiegogo. When we just looked at the different platforms, we just saw that Kickstarter just had a stronger community and, people, like, a greater brand resonance. Like, if you look at, like, I'm a biz person, so I, I, I watch the show Shark Tank for fun, and um, they have... Uh, like a lot of the times they mentioned, oh yeah, we launched a Kickstarter project. We launched a Kickstarter project. And so um, there's something about that that helps validate your um, your project or your product. And so uh, we decided to, to launch with that. Um, there's a lot of steps that we didn't know. Like we, ha- we kept pushing our deadline like um, later just because there's just some things that we didn't know we had to do. Like a lot of the business yeah, and connecting your bank account and stuff like that. Um, getting it approved by Kickstarter. Um, um, 
we did like a lot of research. So sort of seeing like, what are some of the top Kickstarter projects online and um, learning from them? Like, what are some things that they put? What are some features that they put? How do they represent their product? How do they shoot their video? Um, and so we did all that sort of research too and sort of think about like, how can we make our Kickstarter page, like communicate our story and our message? Um, and so I think it did. <laughs> I think it did. So um, that's been getting Kickstarter started for us. Good, good. Well, I'm, I, I'm looking at your Kickstarter page and looks beautiful, clean, and yes, it does have a coffee mug next to your books. So the hipsters will not, <laughs> not tear you that guys down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good, good. So, so what's next, guys? What, what do you dream of doing next? Um, so in the, I guess in the immediate future, right? Like obviously we want to do more books. Um, yeah, if this goes well, we want to, we want to do Genesis next. I think that'd be super fun. Um, a lot of visuals in Genesis, a lot of imagery, mm -hmm. uh, but I think on a bigger level, um, like what is the overall vision of Alabaster? I think, um, we really want to try to like engage with the church about this, again, this realm of sort of visual art and God. Um, I think right now, like if I'm being honest, like the, the, the bulk of what I think how visuals integrate with the church is just to make things more pretty. Hmm. Um, but it's not really like adding value or like creating dialogue or like, like adding anything else than just like making things more aesthetically pretty. Um, and so I think our overall hope for Alabaster is that we sort of engage in that conversation. We don't have the answers. We just want to engage in that dialogue. Um, so it'd be super fun to later on, like create some sort of digital content or magazine um, that is engaging in this dialogue of art and faith and um, yeah, help people sort of, understand what that looks like um and mm. to know that that's messy and that um doesn't always make sense and and it's probably a conversation that is um just starting to happen mm. um so yeah but we're excited about that and we and i think our overall hope for alabaster is that we're able to engage in that sort of larger conversation mm. uh, between art beauty and god mm. yeah there's something about um like good art creates conversation or thought about it. And I agree with Brian, like right now, I think how art is used right now in the churches to like, oh, make your slides beautiful <laughs> or like make the set design, like it really likes like a good visual experience, but isn't really like engaged in a deeper conversation. Um, like the initial idea or thought that we came when we first started thinking about Alabaster was sort of creating like a, a faith and art magazine and like we we i think brian looked out there and there's very like few very 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 few places of that um and so both of us are also on um art center college of design in pasadena and they're one of the like the, the top sort of premier art schools um they're known for like signing like tesla and like bmw like that's sort of the the caliber of students that we have and um one of the biggest things that like they keep ask they kept asking us was like like yes like normal bible study was fine but they kept asking us how do we integrate 
our art and faith together. Like mm. that was like a big, strong desire and need. Mm. And um, for me, like as a like a business student, like there are a lot of things out there. Like there are tons of books. There's tons of like organizations that I just had access to. And um, I think for the artists, there have been like there not as not as much resources as we would like. And so when we thought about Alabaster, that for us that was sort of a little like proof of concept that like art and faith and like beauty matter. Um, mm-hmm. Like art and beauty matter in our experience with God. And I think the more that I've been in this project as someone that's like, yes, I got like graduated in like graphic design um, and I'm like a designer, um, but I, I lean a little more on like the business sort of end. Um, I think I'm, I'm the more and more I'm realizing that 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 beauty matters in mm. our faith life, and mm. um, um, I think that's sort of the greater dream and the goal is to heighten like the awareness of that um, in the church that it isn't just something to be sidelined or just used in making slides better or making sort of the aesthetics of a church nicer, mm-hmm. um, but that's something that's crucial in our understanding about who God is. Mm. Uh, I think mm. about like you know, Genesis 1, the, the creator was, I mean, the creator was a creator, like it wasn't an artist, right? That like mm-hmm. um, took something that was like to ground and breathed life to it and it created mm-hmm. us. And so mm-hmm. I think there's just something about art and beauty that's just fundamental for us to fully understand God and wanting to elevate that um, in the church. Hmm. 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 Thank you. Thank you. That's very helpful. And, and, can you guys tell us the background of this word alabaster? Where did it come from, and what does it mean for you guys? Yeah, so um, there's a, a passage in Mark 14. It's the story of the woman with the alabaster jar, um, and she right. So it's it's uh, right before Jesus' death. Um, this woman comes with a alabaster jar, very expensive perfume, um, and sort of just breaks it on Jesus' head. Uh, but yeah, Jesus' head and anoints him. And right, this this jar is is super expensive. It's it's very expensive, right? Culturally, it's meant for her for her dowry. So she's basically giving like giving away her life to Jesus. Mm. Uh, and um, everyone else in the room is like, what are you doing? Um, like that could have been used on the poor that could have been used for something else, but Jesus stops them all and says, Mm. no, like what she's done is a beautiful thing. Mm. Uh, And yeah, that's one of the, I think only instances in the gospels that Jesus uses that word beautiful. Mm. Uh, And so I don't know. I think for us, like, again, it comes down to intentionality. Like, this woman was very intentional about like doing this beautiful, I would say intuitive act to Jesus. Just like, I'm just going to do this. Mm. Um, And I think similarly for us, like as we make these images, as we are diving into this conversation, like, are we going to have, I think we're just challenged by her. Like, are we going to have that same level of intentionality Mm. um, as we make, as we create? Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, we took inspiration from that and, hmm. and decided to call Project hmm. Alabaster based off that. Hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's uh, quite a background. And 
That's a great story. That's a great story. Well, guys, Brian's and Brian, uh, really appreciate you taking time to be with us. And um, so any last word you want to say about this project? Comment? Thank you for having us. This, um, I mean, uh, is, this is an university thing, right? I'm not like, <laughs> I was going to say something about university. Well, um, there's one part that will go to uh, the written part. We're going to write this up and we'll go to SIVA, which okay. is Christian in visual art. Okay. Well, what I was going to say is I'm super thankful for university, for the university part of this. Like, university was super formative to, like, my, my experience of God, like, like in college. Um, I think what university taught me was um, – to be curious, like to be curious, um, mm. whole, like Mark study and the inductive study was like super crucial for me in like my walk with God. Um, and I just see parallels, right? Like I see parallels with like the, that curiosity towards scripture, the inductive study method and how we're making images. Um, those feel connected somehow because it feels like, again, it's about that exploration and that, and the conversation that we're trying to create, not mm -hmm. necessarily like, oh, like what's just the linear way to, to do something, if that makes sense. Yes. So, yes. Super thankful for university and thankful. I, yeah, I don't know if I would have done this or we would have done this if it wasn't for mm. sort of what university taught us. Mm. Brian with a Y? Brian with an I. Yeah, I, I mean, similar, just thanks for having us. I, I think I, I'm just more curious, like Henry from, like, I don't know if we have time for this, but I just, I'm thinking I'm curious from your point of view as someone that like thinks about art that is in conversation with a lot of artists, like mm. have some things like resonated with you or like some things that have been dialogued like nationally or like how do you feel like this is hiding in this conversation? Let's sort of just hear like what you have to say or some thoughts you might have. Oh, definitely. I think this... Um, and you, both of you hit it and mentioned it quite a bit. This is, I mean, it's, it has a lot of feel and smells of uh, what people who, in a varsity, who loves scripture and also loves the culture and, and, and what shapes our culture these days. And it has a lot of feel to it that it's, it's, almost oozing out who we are that would not and would not know not even knowing that mm. uh, it's beautiful you know i'm looking at the, the design you know on the coffee table on your website it's beautiful it just feel and i'm looking forward to feel it I, i'm pretty sure you guys can you picked a really quality paper that's the paper um, matters <laughs> yes paper do matter yes for the artists business yeah. people papers do matter uh and and i I think it's, you know, I mentioned earlier that we had accepted the music into our culture, but the visually that we still question, we still have suspicions of the visual part. Um, and I think to, for, it's a very, for you to put the word of God and the visual together 
it's a great way uh, to reach to, to to move forward. And 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 I've been telling people about this at professional uh, artists, and they're really excited, and they're hoping to see more project like this yeah. um, happen. So they're grateful uh, for both of you to start this. Cool. That's awesome. Good. Good. So everybody, if you're interested in um, the Alabaster, the Bible Beautiful, please go to Alabaster, I mean the Kickstart page and type in Alabaster, the Bible Beautiful, and that will pop up. Uh, first thing that will pop up. So check it out. Back them up. Once again, thanks for listening. My name is Henry Lucy Lee, National Director of Arts and Ministry with University Christian Fellowship. And today the guest is Brian with a Y and a Brian with an I. And both of them has the same last name, Chung. So thanks a lot, guys. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you, thank you. You guys have been listening to Pixel Digest. If you have any comments or recommendations for us to check out, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Red Letter Gamer. Brett is at Brett SW, and Shamichael is at Shamike2009. Special thanks to Morgan TJ. We're using his song "I'm Going Berserky," available on CCMixer.org. See you guys next week. <laughs>